Sisterly Advice is sponsored by Pop Girls Ministry. Hey guys, I'm Grace. And I'm Katie. And we are Sisterly Advice. So you know what's just around the corner? What? Summer. (gasps) Wow. I'm so excited. Less than a month, guys. But you know what's first? What? Finals. Ugh. Not looking forward <laughs> to it. <laughs> um, kind of trying to put that off in my mind, honestly. But we have a dad joke. So yeah, let's start with a dad joke before we talk more about finals. How do you deal with the fear of speed bumps? I don't know how. You slowly get over it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Ooh, that one was extremely dad joke, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, since we let off some stress with laughing about that dad joke, but we are going to talk about finals, and this episode is hopefully just going to cover different ways to study and what's going to work best for you, and at the end, we really hope you feel less stressed about it. You got this. So first, I would say just know who you are before you can even try to study. And what I mean by that is, like, figure out what kind of learner you are, because there's visual, auditory, kinesthetic, might have said that wrong, but that means hands-on, and then reading and writing. Personally, I learn best if it's either auditorily or with reading and writing, Um, and just determining this will determine the best study method for you. Yeah, I know that there are some people that can just listen to a lecture and get it, and Mm -hmm. there's some that need to do something with their hands or... Sometimes I listen better when I'm not looking at the speaker and I'm looking, yeah. like, at something else. And then I'm able to, like, process in my mind. I'm not focusing mm-hmm. on anything else, just what's going in. Yeah. But um, if you're someone who just hates the idea of having to create flashcards or a bunch of writing to, like, study and do well, mm-hmm. the method of studying, studying to write out all that stuff, I would say ask your teacher for a study sheet or something similar that you can simply fill out and not have to write everything down for yourself, if that makes sense. Yeah. Most teachers I have had have had a doc that we would answer questions to. And when I, w- mm-hmm. I would do that, I would go through and highlight any of the questions I didn't immediately know the answer to and then remember to go back and reflect on that. That's a good idea. And too, like, if your teacher doesn't want to give those out, but they've given out study guides, or even if they've not given out study guides, looking back on those or either tests that you have taken and, like, retaking the tests from the year could also just be a great method or it's right at your disposal. Right there. Easily. Because I tell you, one of the things I hate about doing flashcards is writing them. Mm -hmm. Because my wrist ends up hurting. Every time. (laughs) Yeah. But because of my learning type, my usual study method is by listening to videos about the topic, which is auditory learning, or by reading the textbook and making flashcards, which I know a lot of people don't want to do that, but it works well for me. And I think reading the textbook is great because all the info you need to know for the class is in there, but I also know that it's really easy to get distracted or to like not comprehend it. And if that's the case for you, maybe just choose a different study method because what's the point of reading something if you're not soaking it up, you know? Yeah. So being a high C, I'm a very slow learner and in the aspect that it takes a lot of time for me to process and understand information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes a bit. And <laughs> so when it comes to studying, typing or writing out, the answer has always been the best method for me. Mm-hmm. 
I used to love flashcards and I still do, but I'm telling you, it takes up so much paper Mm -hmm. and I would have like boxes of flashcards. I did actually just clean out my (laughs) flashcards. I don't know why I kept them, but Quizlet, I recommend Quizlet. My favorite option is the learning option. It asks you a multiple choice question and Mm -hmm. then after that asks you to write it out, actually like type it. And so it's simple and all of my different study sets for different topics can be found in Mm -hmm. one place, not taking up space. It's all on my computer and I won't have to use a boxes of flashcards. Yeah. In the seventh grade, you know how many flashcards I was going through? I don't know. I went through like three whole packs of flashcards in a semester. Mm-hmm. That is insane. It's not I know. healthy. I don't. I don't like <laughs> doing all of that. So Quizlet is just great, and then it's there and it's simple mm-hmm. and it quizzes it for you. I don't know. Yeah, twenty minutes Especially on that and I'm if good. You don't have time to write everything out by hand too. That's yeah, a much quicker so method. You can copy and paste if it's yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Um, and then speaking of Quizlet, here's like other study methods you may use. And like I already said, I like to listen to videos, read the material, and making flashcards are great. And then maybe if you learn visually, make sure to watch the video and not just listen. And definitely choose videos then that would have more visual models in it. And then also just a pro tip for anybody who's in any AP history course, Heimler's history videos on YouTube are lifesavers. They are absolutely amazing. Use them. I'm telling you. In biology, we'd always watch the Amoeba Sisters. Yes, I watched that one too in bio. I love them. You can find them on YouTube. You can never um, go wrong with John Green either. Mm-mm, yeah. So, and then like I said, making a Quizlet, which is free on Quizlet.com. And it'll have other options for flashcards, typing mm-hmm. in the answer, matching, and it can test you on the topic too. I personally like typing in the answer after I've done the learning method. That's what yeah. helps me really get it. But then, like, if you're someone who struggles to stay focused, the matching one that's, like, puts a time limit on it is kind of almost a game. So that could be maybe more entertaining if that works better for you, yeah. too. Especially if you don't have time to write flashcards, Quizlet is great. And then let's say also that you're trying to study for a science class and you're a hands-on learner, maybe do an experiment that is safe to do at home, by the way, would help, or even watching others do an experiment online, too. And just a few other ways to study. I like to retake my notes because writing just really helps secure it in the memory. You can read over the slides the teacher posted. For math, if you don't already know this, in McGraw-Hill textbooks, every math chapter has a review study guide thing in the back of it. And then all the answers to the odds are in the very back of the book. And it helps so much for studying for math. And yes, you do need to study for math. Personally, I comprehend things by reading, so I can read the lesson and pick up the material, but if that's not you, it's also great to do example problems, too. Math has been, like, the one thing I've never really studied. If I have the reference sheet, which most of my teachers have always let me, like, they've mm-hmm. given me a reference sheet, and I can use that with has um, all the formulas on it, and that's yeah. really all you need, but yeah, I think practice problems are really great. Mm-hmm. Especially if you do, like, a practice problem from each section, then you kind of know what you need to review before the final. Um, Another thing you can do is definitely get a tutor or just ask your teacher and peers questions. It never hurts to ask the smart kid how they study too, you know. (laughs) So those are some methods 
And by the way, all these methods work great for things more than just finals. If you have a test, use these, quiz, use these, and find what works best for you. But some methods work best with specific tips and tricks. And we have a few. Nice lead up, Grace. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. That's my talent. Um, so now, for the big reveal, the big shebang, the big deal, my secret studying tip to get great grades is... Can I get a drum roll, please? Blue ink. What? The crowd goes wild. This is sad, Katie man. just stares at me. <laughs> I'm just watching her, and I'm like, I know what she's going to say, and I'm like... I don't think it requires that much of a build-up. It does. It is a big deal. Because it sounds weird, but it's true. Studies have actually shown that blue ink focuses in the mind, allowing it to retain more information. So writing notes or making note cards, highlighting, underlining, all are so much more effective when blue ink is used. Mm. Dead serious. Not black ink, not red ink, not purple, not pink, not your favorite color. Blue. My, like, my grades were better, and my studying was so much more effective when I started using it. Like, it sounds crazy, but it's literally, it's my biggest study hack. One trip is, one, uh, I saw a tip and trick, and I said trip. <laughs> oh, so it's okay. One tip is to study one subject at a time. When mm-hmm. it comes to finals, you're going to have many subjects to study. I think whether you separate that by different hours or different days to study, mm-hmm. that'll help you not be all over the place with knowing this knowing that just do one at a time and then once you Mm -hmm. like if you do social studies and science and you've studied a day for social studies and a day for science take another day to just reflect on those two make sure you understand it all yeah so really focus your mind in with that another one of my tips would be write 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 your brain memorizes info more effectively when you're writing it out by hand Typing it is great because it's super fast, but if you have the time and you want effective studying with the best results, you got to write it out by hand. It's just different. And then two with that, also actively reading, which means just as you read, maybe jotting things down, highlighting, underlining, do this with any class materials. I understand like some textbooks, obviously do not write in those. I'm not saying that, but if it's a textbook you personally own or if it's articles or uh, slides that you could print off from classroom, whatever that is, any class material, actively read it. Don't just read it, actively read it. Mm-hmm. One thing that I would do whenever I would study with flashcards and think I knew the subject very well, I would switch up how I studied to ensure that I knew the material forwards and backwards. And so with the flashcards, if I had the word and then the definition, I would switch it up so then I was saying the definition and the answer was the word. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just Almost like Jeopardy. Yeah, like I would just flip the flashcards. So I'm studying it the same thing but in a different way so the answer is now the question literally brilliant yeah and so if i did that well then i knew i had it but if i was still Mm -hmm. like "Uh, i don't know that then i'd study some more and then i'd flip it back again yeah to ensure there's a difference between recognizing the material and knowing the material Mm -hmm. which we always seem to find that difference out when we go to take the test and we're like oh Let's skip answer one because I don't know. Oh, answer two. Base your answer on answer one. Uh Uh-oh. 
Yeah. See, that's so that's, I know. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'll say this. Okay, so sometimes if you're taking a test and there's a question, sometimes tests will have the answer to another question within that question. Yeah. When I was taking my bio final last year, I got to a question at the end of the test and I was supposed to answer it and I had no idea how to answer it without having a periodic table. And I asked my teacher about it and she's like, no, I like, I think you can figure it out without one. So I didn't give it. And I realized there's a periodic table and a question way earlier. So I skipped all the way back on my computer to a big previous question to look at the periodic table and was able to use that for this like question super later on. Yeah. And it helped a lot. So that's something that, so it happens sometimes, but just to mm-hmm. know that that does happen because it's helped me too. It's like, this is the answer. I think I go back, oh wait, no, it's in that question. Mm-hmm. And so yeah exactly sometimes that happens and it's really great when it does just be aware of that you know the mm-hmm. little, the little no. things matter like that another way with studying reward yourself or at least find a way to make it more enjoyable so maybe for every right answer that's eating a m&m or personally what i like to do is drink like my favorite tea or have a flavored sparkling water um just as i study because it's one of those little things i can enjoy instead of being as stressed Also, studies have shown that when we're listening to classical music, it helps our brain retain the information more. So when I'm studying, I'll also put classical music on in the background, and that helps me study. I know so many people like to listen to music with lyrics while you're studying, and it's okay if you do. I understand. But it's been proven that it makes your studying less effective. Where classical music (laughs) makes it more effective. I understand, but you're wrong. Yeah, yeah, I understand. (laughs) You can do that if you want to, but you might be getting a B when you could have been getting an A. I'm just saying. Also, start studying early. Don't procrastinate. I know you want to. Oh I can my gosh. see you right now, and I know you want to, but don't. don't there do have it. been just so many days I've put off studying. Like, I just make, I make flashcards mm-hmm. for Spanish, right? And there have been so many days I just didn't study. I'm like, oh, it's just so many flashcards like mm-hmm. two inches well not maybe two like one and a half inches yeah, yeah. of flashcards and I'm like I just need to study this it, it didn't even take me 15 minutes and I knew it mm-hmm. so you just gotta start yeah. and then like what's the best way to eat an elephant one bite at a time so if you have a whole chunk you don't know that saying I do I just don't know anyone that would want to eat an elephant y- yeah you're right it's weird <laughs> whatever not the point Katie not the point um But if you have a whole lot of material to study, break it up in chunks to help you get through it, which you can do better when you start studying early. Because if you are studying the night before for a normal test, but then it comes to your final, which is over the whole semester, even possibly over the whole year, there's more material, so you should also be studying more than you would for a normal test. And whenever you go to studying, it's like, it's not a rule that you have to study all of it in one setting. If you no. just want to cut it in half and do only half of the studying yeah. in one bit and then do the other mm-hmm. half tomorrow, you can do that too. That's what I did sometimes with the flashcards. Yeah. Which often even helps your brain retain the information because you don't want to overload it where you can't soak oh it all gosh, up too. Yeah. It's awful. So. Um, oh, and another little thing that I just thought of too was online... There's this thing called the final grade calculator, and you can just look that up, final grade calculator, and me and my friends love to use it. So what you do is you put in the grade that you currently have in the class, and then your grade, that's your goal for the end of the year, and this thing will calculate what you need to get on your final to reach that goal. 
And so I'll check it for every subject that I have a final in and I'll write that out so then I can know, okay, what subjects do I struggle the most in and what subjects do I need to get the highest grade in? And with those two questions, it helps it helps me to know what I need to prioritize studying. So like, mm-hmm. let's say I need to at least get a 90 on a science class and science is one of my harder subjects where I only really need to get an 80 on that English final when I'm really good at English, then I'm probably going to study for my science one a bit more. So that can just really help out. I like to put it on a little sticky note and just keep it on my computer during the time of like the week leading up to and during finals. So it just keeps my mind focused, keeps me prioritized. And then when I look back at it after finals, if I've used that effectively, often I'll do better than what I had on there. And then I can be like, yes, I did it. You know, I achieved my goal or if not, at least get to cross it out. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. it's over with now. So at least that. For math, whether that be geometry or algebra or anything, I would ask your teacher if you don't do this already, but math Excel, I love it. Hmm. Um, so it's a, it's like a practice thing online and you can t- pick different topics and well, I don't know if those have to be assigned by your teacher or if they're open for everyone, but if your school does math Excel or if it's available to you, I would say totally do it because you can practice problems and if you get it wrong it's like not counting against you because there are some things that teachers will have us practice on I did Mm -hmm. air quotes but then you get a like if you get one wrong you get scored on that and that affects your grade I'm like I don't understand why I need to be graded against a practice problem Mm -hmm. it drives me nuts but math excel is really great because it'll take you through the problem it'll work you through Mm -hmm. the problem step by step and then you can click give me another example Mm -hmm of this problem of the same problem and you can just keep studying the same thing over and over again until you get it with different numbers and it's really mm-hmm. really awesome I love it that's great and similar to that it makes me think of Khan Academy in which it also has videos explaining the math lesson that are typically pretty short and then there's tons of practice problems for literally like any chapter and any sort of math and I'm pretty confident there's stuff on other subjects besides just math too and it's a free resource. So definitely use your resources, whether that be like YouTube videos, as we were saying, or Math Excel or Khan Academy, or, you know, just there's so many things. And ask your teacher because your teacher probably knows what are some great resources to use for studying. So ask them and use them. <laughs> Don't just ask, use them. But of course, during this time of all this studying and probably seems stressful to figure out how I'm going to do this how do I get the grades I want it's also really important to just stay healthy during this time so here's some ideas on how to keep yourself healthy and keep yourself going and just get through that week don't overwork yourself Mm -hmm. and make sure you take breaks in between studying definitely that's important sometimes you just need a moment to process through what you just studied yeah And your brain's able to process things better when you get a little bit of, like, exercise or move around. So when I'm studying, I find it best to get up at least every 30 minutes. Usually, I even try to get up every 20 minutes and move around a little. This doesn't look like doing a whole workout, but maybe it's just taking a quick walk around my house and then going and sitting back down and doing a little bit more work. So take the breaks as you need them. When I do online school and whenever I would go do so much of school, I would say, okay, you do this. And then after that, you can watch a YouTube video. And I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'll do that. Yeah. It's like the little rewards that help get you through during this time. And so don't forget to 
still enjoy the little things and give yourself little prizes because you're doing great things. Mm-hmm. Also, um, don't stay up too late and get a healthy amount of sleep. Um, at least the night before finals. I know yeah. some of us can't help it. I mean, I know we got some things mm-hmm. that we do, so it's not like we can go to bed at nine. But definitely the night, at least the night before finals, get some good rest. That's yeah. going to be important. If it's two a.m. and your finals the next day, and it's like it's too late, you're not going to soak up that much information at two a.m. It is what it is. It's better to have the sleep. And personally, when it comes to finals or literally any tests at all, I found that after a certain time of night, my brain literally just stops working. Like, if I study too late, I'm not going to comprehend it. It does not matter. So, if you're studying late into the night, you won't retain the info. You're only making yourself tired. So, that's literally just hurting you when it comes to the test taking, probably. So, more hours of studying does not always equal productive and healthy studying. Mm-hmm. Although, if you are a night owl, I'd say study at night, but then again, not the night before finals. Yeah, yeah. So. That's true. Also, kind of just finding what time you work best. Like, I'm not a night person. Yeah, some people can go at it at 5 a.m., and then some people find at 5 p.m. It's like, I just want to do so much. Yeah, see, I can go at it about 5 a.m., or, you know, I can push through during the school day, even right after school, but I hit 8 o'clock. And my brain shuts down. I hate the time between, like, 1 and 4. Yes. I never know what to do. It's like, it's not morning. It's not evening. Mm-hmm. It's just meh. And I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I just had lunch. Now I need a nap. And I, I, No, yeah. what do I have to go to? Algebra. Yeah. <sighs> Life. So, um, also, eat a good breakfast and mm-hmm. drink water. But... Okay, I'll say this for those of you who are like me, not too much water because I am very prone to peeing and I would be the one that has to like go really bad in the middle of a final. So watch your water intake the day of testing and Mm -hmm. make sure you go to the restroom before taking the final so you don't have to go during the final. I don't care if you don't have to pee right before the final starts. Go anyway. I am your mom that's telling you right before the road trip, do you need to go pee and go now? Yeah. Okay, it would just you listen be to me. Awful. So, and if you are hungry during that final and your stomach's growling, you're not focused. Eat. Make sure there's always something on your stomach. Try to eat healthy. Get that brain power flowing. You know mm-hmm. what you fuel your body with really will help you that day. So breaks, rest, food, water. All are just going to make it a little bit easier to get through this week of finals and probably help you do better. And then after that, it's summer. Finally. We're so close. Guys, we're so close. We literally. I'm so excited. So until then, take a deep breath. You got this. Finals are a lot. They can be very stressful. but They're not the end all be all. So breathe in. Breathe out. Now go conquer that final. But wait, before you leave, I'm quite confident Katie probably has a dad joke for us. I do. <gasps> Yay. So, um, I once wrote a song about a tortilla, but it's more of a rap. <laughs> <laughs> I literally laughed before the punchline just because I thought it was so funny. <laughs> I know, like, why do I write a song about a tortilla? I know it's an elephant. I'm still, like, thinking about that. We have some weird sayings in our English language. It's fine. 
It's great. That was pretty funny. Not gonna lie. Yeah. The don't throw the baby out with the bath water. I mean, that just seems like a really bad problem. I don't even know if I've heard that one. Yeah, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. What does that mean? Because, so what they would do is that back then, whenever they didn't have, like, run tap wa- running tap water, uh-huh. the um you would get water, and the first one to bathe would be the males of the home. So mm-hmm. the dad and his sons, and then you'd have the mom, then the daughters. And by that time, the water is getting pretty gross, right? Yeah. So then you'd wash the baby. And so sometimes they say don't throw the baby out with the bathwater because at that time, like, the baby could get thrown out with the bathwater because it's so oh. gross. You can't, it's yeah. not clear water. Wow. I'll take that, that out if I'm wrong, but I should disgusting. be right. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> I like the one, don't put all your eggs in one basket. I like that saying. Have you heard that one? No. What is up with us not knowing each other's sayings? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget our email, sisterlyadvice2020 at gmail.com, where we would love you guys to send in any funny stories you may have, topic suggestions for future episodes, or maybe you have something you would like advice on. We'd love to help you with that. We also have our Instagram, which is at sisterlyadvice underscore podcast. Once again, that is at sisterlyadvice underscore podcast. Please follow us there, where we will be posting additional Christian content reminders and updates and also the same on our twitter which is at sisterly advice underscore thank you guys we'll see you in the next one bye bye